welcome back to the Final Shot Podcast. Today, the podcast is brought to you by Onnit. So go over to onnit.com. Get yourself some new mood. Get yourself some alpha brain. Get yourself some shroom tech sport. Get yourself some uh, grass-fed protein. Get an elk bar. Get a steel mace at onnit.com on checkout. Use the promo code TFS Podcast and you will save yourself 10%. We're also brought to you by Smile Canada, Smile V Liquid, the Shake and Spray, CBD Spray, THC Spray. They got the e juice, whatever you want. Go check out Smile Canada. We're also brought to you by Buds and Leaves. So go over to www.budsandleaves.com. Get yourself a Buddha stick, get yourself some CBD capsules, get yourself whatever you want at buds and leaves for all your medical marijuana needs buds and leaves last but not least we're brought to you by box runner shoes they're the best shoes in boxing check them out boxrunnershoes.com they're 99 bucks they're lightweight durable breathable best ankle support in boxing box runner shoes Hamburger cheeseburger big mac whopper Hamburger cheeseburger big mac whopper Hamburger cheeseburger big mac whopper Big mac whopper Big mac big mac Hamburger cheeseburger big mac whopper Hamburger cheeseburger big mac whopper Hamburger cheeseburger big mac whopper Big mac whopper Big mac whopper Hamburger cheeseburger big mac whopper Views and opinions expressed in the following podcast are those of the participant and do not necessarily reflect the views of myself or the Final Shot podcast. Listener discretion is advised. I repeat, listener discretion is advised. We're going to do this one more time, Lino. Fuck. Hamburger, 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 hamburger. That's right. The alter ego came out. So this morning, Tanner, guess what? I was on the, I was sitting up five in the morning, chilling out, right? Chilling, chilling, having my morning coffee before my morning class. I'm like, oh, what's up? Next thing you know, I see this article pop up. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Guess what it is? The sun, the Calgary fucking sun. Mr. Boxing seems to write an article. I think the Calgary people need to be acknowledged to this guy's fraud okay so i just want to say he attacked my um a good good journalist aaron hawk who writes about professional boxing in alberta you know it seems that's the local guy he's a good guy um you know i just am kind of shocked lo and behold there was the article now i think michael short has something wrong with his head uh maybe he has a bit of brain trauma from all those championship belts, he's won. Oh, yeah, he hasn't won shit. I think he's, what, six and seven or six and eight. He's beaten nobody, and everyone seems to call him Mr. Boxing. Well, his best friend Doug Harder did. i just like to say something to everybody. You guys all talk shit that I speak out of turn, but I want to tell you something. You motherfuckers got me on your head. You motherfuckers, you guys always listen to what I say because you guys are dinosaurs. Your time is done, and all those fighters are going to realize that you guys are a fucking joke. Vlad Goldstein is the only coach in Calgary that has coached anyone to a fucking amateur world level. Okay? He trains the best guy in Alberta, Steve the Dragon Claggett. Now, Michael Short, I don't see you going off on Mr. Canelo, Devin Reddy, fighting Steve Claggett because he couldn't even hold his fucking boots. Now, you have to understand a couple things. You know what? I may know nothing. I may not have been involved in the sport, but I was. I've done seven successful shows, and then I've decided to show shut my promotion down. But let's remember... Doug Harder, who have you trained that went to a world level in the last 20 years? Let's think about that. Absolutely nobody. You have trained nobody that has been famous. Guess what? You've trained nobody that's won a world title. Onoso's fought a fucking trash can to get that belt, and you're on here bragging him up? You know what? You got to tell the guy the truth. Guess what? We found you a trash can to beat. He couldn't even hold the title. I watched the fight. You think I don't know? You think thousands of people didn't watch that fight? He's a great kid. Great expectations. Great boxer. 
you have wrecked another boxer. You put him in the hands of Michael Short, a WWE promoter who shouldn't even be in the boxing game, who's never won a fight. He's beat one in nine guys, one in nine, and then they call him Mr. Boxing? Buddy, you'll never bring Dakota to the level of KO boxing. One thing about Milan and Mel is they know how to groom. They know how to pick. They can pick fighters a mile away. There's a reason no one's picked any of your guys. You should really look at that. You'll never be able to groom guys like that. Then you have an amazing following of non-influential people in the boxing world in Alberta. Non-influential. You need to go back to fixing amateur fights to get some wins to actually get somewhere. When you have parents of coaches phoning a dad, running a, a, a little, little streaming podcast to threaten to come fight us in the street, you're a fucking joke. You know, I don't know who's putting you up for that. You know why Zab Judah won't go back to Calgary? Because you've insulted him. You ripped off the indigenous people probably at the casino so bad, okay, so bad that they stuck you in a little room. You can't even sell 250 tickets to your show. Minus all the news broadcasts you brought there. If you look at your thing, what's it hold? 500? Minus the 450? Buddy, KO Boxing shits 450 tickets. They give, it's just, you're unbelievable. To compare apples to apples, buddy, your show is a rotten apple. I'll be surprised if it lasts another year. To all the boxers that are boxing right now for Dakota, if you guys want to go anywhere, you need to sign with KO Boxing. Okay. Because guess what? Michael Short has gotten nobody on the big show. He has gotten no fighters in top rank. I've never seen any Calgary guys there. Steve Claggett does all his own self-promotions. He's not tied to Michael Short because he knows the guy's a fucking scumbag. Okay? Straight up. You guys need to uh, to realize this. Now, he says he's a promoter. But what has he promoted? He's thrown money at shows and thought problems would go away and the show would fix itself by throwing money at shows. You know what, buddy? Uh, like I said, I'll be surprised if you last another year. So here it is. The burger curse is now on you. Your show is going to go tits up by fucking June. You won't have nothing. You market Devin Reddy as Canelo. Buddy, Devin Reddy's career is getting fucked over because of your stupid mouth. You know what? We may know how to market up here. Maybe you should take some advice, but you know what? It's 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 a travesty. And then you said Jelena Madrenovich retired? Are you fucking retarded? Your Calgary guys will never be on the same level as her. Never. I don't know what you're smoking <coughs> in Calgary. I don't know if they legalized weed a couple days earlier, but you need to fucking sit down and reevaluate what you're talking about. Then you bring up these old-time boxers that, what what was that screenshot? I, I just got a screenshot here, and it says, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, the, the, you guys are just out to lunch. I'm going to break down some facts to you, okay, bro? Okay, your, your reign, your, the way you guys train in the pocket, phone booth boxing is dead. It's dead. So I don't know if you got to go now teach a kid's class. Or go to maybe open one of those boxer spas or whatever. Go rub some. But you know what? Darren Hawk has done a, always an amazing job, and he's called it down the middle. You know what? Doug Harder, he's another Santoro. Motherfucker, you don't know me. I'd shut your fucking mouth. Okay? You're a fucking fraud. I'm not a fraud. Okay? I speak what I see. You can't see that. You're fucking blinded by your own stupidity. Hey, that's that's your that's your cup of tea. I have no background in this sport, but I spout a lot. Archie Moore, buddy, I wouldn't even fucking you shouldn't even be allowed to mention any boxers. You're the one tagging your boxers with boxers that are already done. Like hands of stone? Buddy, do you not do you not can you not make up names on your own? Like, you have to pick other people's names to get attention? You're an attention-seeking 55-year-old washed-up boxer who couldn't coach a kid's class if his life depended on it. Nobody wants you around. I'm going to tell you something. They all talk shit about you when you're gone because you are a loser. 
You need to go home, look in the mirror, and really reevaluate what you're doing in life. Because at 55 years old or however fucking old you are, you're not doing a good job boxing promoting. What you're doing is you're taking these young guys' careers and you're making them the laughing stock. Laughing stock of what, you ask? By the other promotions out of the States. You brag that your guys are number one, but they've never fought a top East Coast guy. They've never fought anybody top, but they're number one in Alberta. Maybe you should start checking out the rankings. Maybe that would be first as a promoter. Start checking out your rankings. KO Boxing has more number one ranked boxers than Dakota ever will. Your guys are ranked what? Seventh? Sixth? Ninth? It's like selling ice to, a, to like an Eskimo that doesn't know that he has a cooler. You're an idiot. You'll always be an idiot. Now, you go through there and you say that, oh, her Jelena's retired. I read that article. I was just sickened by it. Fucking Tanner, sickened by it. And then I see their attacks. You know what? If Darren doesn't talk about the Calgary Fighters, no one's going to talk about the Calgary Fighters because no one gives a shit about anything those two put their hands in. And you know what, Doug? You can say, I don't know shit, but you've never raised a champion. You've never brought anyone from amateur boxing to professional boxing to a world title. So I know as much as you, shit. When you talk out your ass, buddy, you better have it understand boxing. You don't understand boxing, okay? You don't. You let your promoter who the, call your guy Canelo, you can't even mention those two words in the same sentence. Now, back to this whole Dakota thing. The best fight you guys can come up with is begging Mel Labuvik to have Flavio fight Devin Reddy. Honestly, that's the best fight you guys can conjure up. It's disgusting. It's very disgusting. That's your selling feature. One guy. Your whole stable of fighters must think you're a joke. Because I know that when we deal with our promoter, all the all the fighters matter. Now, I don't know what your rebuttal is going to be, but I know one thing. What's going to happen is this, and I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Doug Harder, Michael Short, and whoever doesn't fucking think I know shit, they're going to fucking tune into this, and they're going to listen to it. Now, as you listen to it, I want to remember one thing. You're listening to me. I'm not listening to you. You're tuning in to the Final Shot Podcast to listen to me. So who doesn't really know what they're talking about? You guys are worried what I say all the time on the radio. Why? Because the truth hurts? Or you guys are just too stupid to understand how the boxing game works? You've both been in it for a combined 800 million years, and you've both achieved nothing in boxing. If you've achieved something, you'd do more than a non-profit boxing club and people would actually pay to have you train them. So Albert Onos lost a fight. Doug Harder, did you take your 30%? Michael Short, did you have your hand out grubbing on a fighter that makes not a lot of money? Probably, because you're a scumbag. And that's how scumbags work. So the next time you want to open your trap about Darren Hawk and professional boxing, remember, you're not just opening your trap about Darren, you're opening your trap about everybody. Because Darren is the most nonpartisan, unbiased guy you can ever meet. And plus, without him, what do you guys got? You got fuck all. You got Michael Short, who's probably going to get sued for that bullshit article in the, in the Sun, he probably doesn't even get paid for it because he's too stupid and they realize that. Writes it for fucking free. Like, come on, man. You don't think people in the game know you're an idiot? We know you're an idiot. That's why you'll never see your fighters go to Montreal and fight Eye of the Tiger guys because they'll get crushed. Oh, wait. Better terms. Starched. You are a stable of hot air. And I go back to this. What the fuck do you know that I don't know? What magic potion of boxing do you know? You don't know shit. No one knows shit. In boxing, any great coach will tell you you're always learning. But you guys are too stupid to realize that every coach is learning. That means every coach doesn't know everything. Now, back to this whole... Shit, Michael Short, you just got to keep your fucking, keep saying my name, bitch. 
keep saying my fucking name. Motherfucker, I got 42 ads on Facebook because of your bullshit. I got 68 likes in Calgary. Added Instagram friends. Keep saying our name. Santoro? Santoro. Keep saying it. Because you never hear me say your fucking pathetic name on any platform other than to bitch that you're saying mine. So you know what? The burger's got to say, Michael Short, you're a fucking piece of work. The burger's also got to say, you want fries with that motherfucker? Now, that's probably all they paid you. They probably paid you $5 to fucking have. They probably gave you a cheeseburger for free in Calgary to Sunday. Bro, we're going to name this podcast, <laughs> Say My Fucking Name. This this episode will be say my name, bitch. You're so worried what I say, Doug Harder. You worried what I say, Michael Short. You worried what I say, Doug Reddy. You worried what I say. You're worried. Keep saying it. Keep fucking saying it. Keep putting it on Facebook. Like I said, I'm getting more and more likes. Keep saying it. You guys are the biggest comedic act known to man. Here, watch. Watch my camera. This is how they call out people. And the winner is, oh, we set a camera up just so you could call out Flavio Michel, who's eight and two. Guess what? If you know anything about boxing, you know that boxing fight's going to be a starcher. It's going to be boring. It ain't going to be exciting. And your guy's probably going to go to sleep because Flavio's going to starch him. But I keep pumping you up like you're something. Pretty sad when an 11-0 and 0 fighter's got to call out an 8-2 and 2 fighter and they got to make some of it to sell tickets. Flavio's not even from Calgary, but I bet he'll sell more tickets than Devin Reddy. I wonder if they're putting that in the big agri calm. I wonder if Zab Judah's going to jump in the ring again. Poor Zab Judah, insulted by Dakota. Where's your big three-fight champ, man? Where is he? Oh, wait, you probably don't got no money to pay the motherfucker. Spent it on Filipino flame tickets coming over with your so-called champ there. Where are those guys? You going to brag them up to the Filipino community how they're the next Manny Pacquiao? Buddy, if you're not on HBO right now, you ain't shit. Just like we're starting our career and you're attacking me, motherfucker, you must be scared. So you know what? You go through life, but I wouldn't be mentioning KO Boxing, Darren Hawk, or my name again. But I'll like you saying my name. You're the promoter that gets so much shit talked about you because you're such a fucking idiot. People got to understand, when you look in the mirror, are you happy with yourself? I'm happy. I wake up. I'm like, yeah, Michael Short, saying my name again, bitch. Say it. Doug Harder, you're saying my name. You bring up Archie Moore? Do you even know how to fucking spell Archie Moore? You fucking idiot. Because on Facebook, you didn't spell it right. Because there's an Archie Moore page it would have clicked you to. You idiot. Oh, wait. What's his record, Tanner? Can you please tell me that guy's record? Who? Michael Short? Michael Tall. Yeah. Uh, eight and seven. Motherfucker, you're not even a 500 fighter, so I'd shut the fuck up. You have no vowels. And I wouldn't even be talking Jelena's name, mentioning Jelena's name like you're the fucking king of shit. The son has to recall that article. I was so disgusted. I'm so disgusted. Like I said, Michael Mo Michael Short, you know what you could do, though? Doug Harder is a good amateur coach. So you guys should get together and host some amateur boxing cards and try to actually coach somebody to a national level for once and get somebody to an Olympic level. That's the route, you guys. And you don't even got to pay a promoter license, Michael. You can pump those kids up, and they'd love that. They'd love this shit. You'd be the king of, like, amateur boxing because that's all you're qualified to do, man, is, you know, be the king of amateur boxing. You're the king of shit right now. Dakota's failing. I'm going to tell the fans what they want to hear. Dakota's falling on her face. She's going broke. You know, the money, the money's drying up because, you know, plane tickets from the Philippines are pretty expensive. You know, a $23,000 check to Zab Judah beating up a shit can is pretty expensive. You know, your money's drying up, buddy. We know what's going on. Kale Boxing has been around 30 years, 30, 40 years, Tanner? 30 years? It's been around a long time. They've had 80, 84 show. The number 84 show is coming up in December. Yeah, what's Dakota, too? This no, is Dakota. they've had more than that. 
Five? Ten, maybe. Holy fuck. You got a long way to go, brother. They got a long way to go. Calgary fans have to honestly stop believing this guy. They have to stop reading this guy. It's seats behind you, Team Jelena. She's not retired. What the fuck was he talking about? Jelena's retired. Are you fucking on drugs? That's uh, it's not the greatest thing to to do is try well, to honest. retire an active WBC WBA world champion. But what I do have to clear up is Michael Short was actually an above five hundred fighter. He was eight wins with seven losses. Buddy, I'm gonna tell you something. Those first fucking one and nine guys don't fucking count. Now, here's the deal. We know how this fight game works. You know, Calgary guys got to wake up to your your bullshit. Your bullshit is this. We know what goes on with Mexican fighters, certain Mexican fighters. We know whose records are padded. If you really want us to get into this, we can start exposing some of this. Now, your fighters will take you and say, shut the fuck up, Mike. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about because Santoro's got some info and it could be pretty fucking damaging, right? Now, the info I will release if Michael Short does not issue me and Jelena an apology. And Mel. And it will, and Mel, and it will have a direct effect on their careers because I will go public on every fucking website I will phone my friends at Top Rank. I will phone my friends at Golden Boy. I will phone my friends at the Money Team. I will fuck their fighters' career up. So I'd shut the fuck up, issue the apology, and issue Darren an apology. Michael Short, the ball's in your court. You know what I know. You know who you're protecting, and you know who I can expose. So you know what? You sit back, you do your thing, you think how fucking stupid you were as a fuck. what is he, 60, 55, whatever the fuck he is? Probably in his 50s. Yeah, and he's fucking talking like he's a fucking some great guy. Motherfucker, exposure's one thing. You do not want this exposure. YouTube has a great channel, hyped up fighters that became exposed. I'll gladly post a video up on that. So just remember one thing. I never bought my sons any fights. Just remember that. Are you done on this topic now? I'm fucking I'm fucking wild. This is fucking wild. <laughs> Jesus fucking, Christ. Like fuck who hey, did you see that Onoso fight? I have not watched it. No, I did not watch okay, it. Okay, here's here's the deal, buddy. I watched it. Okay. I like the kid. Okay, yeah, he's older. Okay, let's admit it. He's older. Maybe his time has passed, you know. But if you look at the way he was training on Facebook. Now, look, I'm going to explain something. He was training on Facebook, and they fucking put nowhere did we see his coaches. He's shadow boxing like this. We don't see nothing. You know what? If your guy is fighting for a world title and he's posting his own videos on fucking Facebook and your coach is nowhere to be around, guess what? Look, fire your fucking coach. I'll fill you in. We may not win every fight. We may not. Tanner, we may not, right? Sooner or later, you're going to run into one guy. That's why I can either do or die. We know that. We know that. It's only a matter of time. It's a matter of time. Time's, time is the enemy. But I would never put my fighters in a situation where the promoter thinks he's the fighter. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you know what Michael's doing? He's he's like the attention seeker, right? That's It's, it's like a little five-year-old fucking kid that needs to be slapped and told, hey, sit the fuck down, you know, eat a chocolate bar. You know, he's like one of those ADD guys that just runs around. And I feel bad for him because if he lives life living, uh, he, what do you call it? The one he quoted me once, he said, oh, well, you are living off your kids. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Michael Short, you're living vicariously through the lives of your fighters. Same are you, Doug Carter, because you guys will never go to the big show. Okay. Mark my words. You'll never go there. 
you'll never be successful. You'll never hold a world title. And Devin Reddy, if you're so much of that in a bag of chips, I don't see you calling out Steve Kleigett. Mr. I can beat anyone in Alberta. Well, there you go. Guess what? Vlad Goldstein's the best coach in Calgary. Anyone wants to go train in Calgary, go see Vlad Goldstein. He is the best boxing coach in Calgary. Yep, the best. Vlad Goldstein can train fighters from, like, amateur boxers, and he can put them on a world level. Okay? Doug Harder's never done that. Okay? Never done that. Now, you look at facts, man. These guys have never done that. They're opening their trap. You know what? I've never said nothing bad about Vlad. Vlad's the best coach in Calgary. And it's sad because you got, like, oh, Eric de Guzman's a good guy. I like him because he works personally with his students. You know, Lindsey Walsh, they all work good. Some some coaches, they click with their guys. But then you got Doug Harder, just an arrogant fucking cowboy prick. You know, and Doug, if you got something to say, you can fucking message me because you're letting that guy fucking trash me when more shit's just going to come out of my mouth. Everybody knows I don't shut the fuck up and everybody knows I don't fucking lie. See, if I was on here lying to you, I'd lie to you, right? Right, Tanner? <laughs> I'd be telling lies like, like Michael Short telling lies. Guess what, man? You guys aren't the best in Alberta. There are two fucking guys that are trying to go somewhere. Devin Reddy's next fight should be on the East Coast if he's good. Should be for I, the Tagger, the top top promotion in Canada, and then Kale Boxing. But until we see him on the East, he ain't shit. Canada means shit. Alberta means shit in the big spectrum of stuff. Well, here's reality with, with Devin, though. Like, we shouldn't be attacking Devin. Devin necessarily didn't do anything. Oh, I know. But Devin needs to tell that guy. Devin needs to get some fucking balls and tell that fucking guy, shut the fuck up. You're fucking making me look stupid. Here's the thing. Right? If you kept saying Devin Reddy's Mike Tyson, Devin Reddy's Mike, he went on a fucking in the newspaper and put he's the next fucking Canelo. And then in there, he has Gwen Lewis as the hands of stone. Roberta Durant is a legend. You cannot steal their names. You can't steal their names, man. You can't. You don't have the fucking intestinal fortitude to steal their names. You've never been in wars that they've been in, right? So how can you say, oh, he's the hands of stone? What happens when he takes a fucking loss? No, serious, man. Like, serious. I'm sick of it. Aren't you sick of it? I'm sick of reading this garbage. Initially, when I got up and read the the, the Sun clipping this morning that, that was sent to me, I, I was shocked that I didn't think that Jelena had retired. That was uh, the first thing that I seen. I was like, oh, shit. News to me. Yeah, right? And then I, I did my own research. I'm close with with Jelena and Mel and both of them reiterated that, uh, Jelena is not retired. That's a lawsuit. That's, that's what do they call that? Fake news. Well, that's fake news. Yeah. It's real. But, but, but you know, people read that that could affect Jelena's career locally. 100%. I was talking to Mel Lubavik today and her phone kept going off with people like, what the fuck? Jelena's retired. Yeah, like, when did that happen? Well, okay, here's the kicker. Is Jelena is off on a trip right now. The WBC just awarded her with a brand new WBC world title that says Jelena Marjanovic on it, 50 fights. And this guy saying she's retired. What the hell? Like, I'd be stroked. I'd be stroked. I'd be stroked at the sun. I don't, I don't want to speak on her behalf, but if, if but I was in her shoes, I'd be pissed. But don't they check their articles before they print them? I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know anything about... I don't read the fucking newspaper. <laughs> tell you I don't truth. either. It popped up online, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, come on. And then Michael Short has nothing better to do than attack me, some father of two boys, that coach. Like, well, you know what I mean? There was a lot of other facts that were in that uh article that were not true like ko boxing started in 2011 which it did not i believe that is when mel lubovic took the company over from her father 
Yeah, they just switched over, man. They passed the reins over. Get a grip. Yeah. Um, realistically, they've had a successful a successful promotion for 83 shows now. And the so, funny part is that idiot fought for them once in 1989. In 1981? 89. Oh. Oh, yeah. And he, and he, I think it was the first show. Win. Oh, he didn't? No, he fucking didn't win. Fuck, he's a shit cat. Do we know that for sure that he didn't win? Uh, I'll check it out, buddy. 1989. Let's check her out, bud. Since I don't we check since we check our facts here, right? I don't want to drop what? fake news on the on the show today. No, man, no fake news. Let's let's lock it in. Michael Shitcan. No, Michael Short. That's a, it's S H O R T. Oh, it's not Shitcan. Michael Short, the actor. They don't even have this guy. Like, come <laughs> on. There's a Michael Short actor. Yeah, and he's fired. He's <laughs> he does man porn. He do, well here. I'll be I'll be real honest. Like I I appreciate what Dakota does on a level where they give people a platform to fight. No, you know what? I don't. Okay. You can't. You can't. Let's be honest, okay? You're you're talking apples to apples here, okay? This is that amateur. Yeah, it was KO boxing. He fought a KO boxing. Monday the fourteenth, August nineteen eighty nine. It was on a Monday. Yeah. Oh wow, weird. KO boxing. He fought a shit can of one and three, and he beat him. Oh, he did win. Okay, so he when he, he when he was six and three. So it's like beating up a beginner. But he did win. Yeah. Fuck. Amazing. And that was his loss. Now he won another against another guy who just debuted. He KO'd a debuter with seven. He was seven fights. He KO'd a debuter. Nothing to brag about. Then he lost via violent KO to Jose Castro in ninety one. Oh, the East. And then he, he lost to a two and one guy in ninety one. I think that's when his CTE was kicking in. Well, here's the thing. At least he got in there and did it. I'll give him credit. Okay, quit kissing his ass. I want to tell you, there's fucking boxing, there's fillers, and there's winners. That's it. He was a filler. He didn't go anywhere. He was a filler. Good for you. Get a fucking reward. You got a reward. You got your paycheck. I'm not giving you no props for getting in there because kids get in that boxing ring every day. And you know what? If an adult has to fucking beg for, oh, look at me, I got in there. You got something wrong with you. You're a grown man. You know what you're doing. If I have to go and give you props, look, look at the camera, <laughs> give you fucking props for getting in a boxing ring. Obviously, you amateur box, so you're over that hurdle. Get a grip. Get a fucking grip. Oh, I need more credit because I got in there. whoop de fucking shit. And you know what? Who, like... You run and hide to Calgary because you have friends there? Like, get a grip, man. It's almost as bad as your brother-in-law who teaches MMA. Vince Gentle, Mr. Protect Your Little Fighter there from my son. I'd love you guys to bring those two shit cans up here. It, it just makes me salivate for my son to destroy Keegan Oliver and destroy. You know what? The other guy was nice. Hopefully... Michael Short, yeah, hopefully he gets more money from Michael Short, that guy that just got KO'd. What's his name? Oh, Jesse. Fuck, buddy, we'd fucking pay you and your shit can friend to come up here and get your fucking head knocked in. Because you guys are a fuck. It's just terrible. Like, it's terrible. When you have your own coaches go to dad pants, okay? <laughs> they go to dad pants. Listen, they go to him and say. It's Dave's habit, by the way. Dad no, but, like, they go to, like, people talk. Okay, when your own coach tells another coach he's fucking garbage, that's a problem. Okay, is that a problem? Who said who was garbage? I want to know. So Doug Harder and that girl, that girl there, and that other guy have said that those guys are terrible. Dad pants? No, they've told other people, just not dad pants. But oh, like, I thought they were saying that dad pants was terrible. No. They've said their own fighters are terrible. Oh, that's not nice. Their fighters don't even know this. What? How How are you a coach? That's not nice. No, but Tanner, these are the guys you trust. They're in your corner. And you're telling people that they're garbage? That's not fake news? 
That's not fucking fake news. Okay. But, like, you're telling people, like, if I had a fighter, I'd never say he's garbage. I'd say, yeah, he's a little green. Like, they're telling people this. Those are not fucking boxing coaches. Are we, are we done on this subject, Burger? Oh, are we done? Man. Are we done? Fuck. Yeah, we're done. Okay, let's let's change the subject. Oh, bro. What? This weekend, it's on. Simon Keen versus Dylan Carmen. That's this weekend. That's this weekend. Saturday night, Simon Keen, Dylan Carmen. It's a fun fight in Canadian Buddy, heavyweight. I'm stuff. telling you, Dylan Carmen's going to bed. Oh, I don't. I don't. Well, I think it's a good Where, fight. Where'd the big guy go? The Gigantor. Which Gigantor? That big, that big guy. There's some giant man. Oh, the huge guy that's got a weird face? Yeah. I don't know where he is. He's an Eye of the Tiger guy, though. He's tough as fuck, though. Yeah, like he's giant. He's huge. But uh, Dylan Carmen, Simon Keen this weekend. Dylan's in shape. Is he in shape? He's in shape. So it's a <laughs> real it... fight. No, it isn't. He's going to bed. I think I think it I think it's going to be a little bit more competitive than everybody thinks. My pick is Simon Keen. What round? No, what round? Six. No. Three. You think three? I think six. Two. Two or three. He's going to bed. Simon's going to put him away quick. You think so? Because Simon wants to put a show on so he can go to the big show. Yeah, he's going to fucking he's going to call out one of the big dogs. You watch. Well, and he, has, he has every right to. Word on the street is uh, America for Simon is kind of out of the question at this point. So I, I don't know. That's just what I heard. So it might be Europe that he's going to venture off to after this. Well, maybe. Why, would, why would that be out of the question? Has he got a criminal record? I don't want to drop fake news. That's just what I heard is that America is kind of out of the question. Oh, that sucks. It, I'd like to see Simon versus the top 10 guy in the world to see what would happen. You know, they should make a special thing. Someone needs to write to Prime Minister. Okay, if they have a criminal record and there's a professional athlete, they should have to go with an RCMP member as a... Like an escort. Yeah. Or somebody, <laughs> like maybe we could invent a new job. No, but even a peace officer to do their job, right? Something, yeah. That's that, a, that's not a bad idea, actually. If you're a professional athlete and you got an opponent and a bout that's a major, I would send an RCMP guy there. Well, here's my problem with uh, with these guys that have the criminal. Like, I'm not allowed in America, but I can go to every communist country on the planet where I can cause shit. Like fucking yeah, this, Mexico, like this, I can go to Cuba, Russia. Fuck, I can go hang out with Putin. Doesn't matter. Does that make it doesn't make any sense, though. It's stupid. I got to call my boy Trump and see if we can't get this fixed. Well, even, well, did you see what he did? So anyone that holds a marijuana card, okay, is now banned from, from life for the U.S. Well, I'm out then. Yeah, but you know the cards? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're done. And they have a registry now that they're all registered at the border. Yeah. So when you go there, if you got a card and you're like, oh, no. And they pull your name up in that registry for illegal weed. Yeah, you're done. No admit. They banned you for life for illegal weed. No, like for weed. Oh, it's weed kind of, in general. Weed in general. I just keep calling it illegal, but they but ban you for life. No. There's so many places in America that marijuana is legal. It doesn't make any sense. No, because Canada is the only UN country that it's legal. Oh, it's not legal yet, though. October seventeenth. That's right. And what's going to happen, there's two things why they did that bill. Did you know this? So now, how does it work? So let's say you take Oxycontins. Did you know this? Listen to this. Fuck it. We just found this out. So let's say you take Oxycontins and you sell them, right? And yeah. you get caught selling them. <coughs> what do you get charged with? Possession of a narcotic. Oh, trafficking a controlled substance. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? Wow. Now, remember when you used to get caught with weed, you get a ticket? Yeah. Guess what? That offense now becomes federal. That's what people's not getting. Wow. Yeah. And do a little research. It kind of is weird. Guess what system in Canada is trying to get more money? Well, the government, obviously. The federal prison system. Oh, great. So what they did... Who owns now, all federal you, prisons, though? Americans. No. No. That's in America. They're owned by the government here. 
and they can't get more money ingested until they prove that there's a, a, a need. Oh. So let's say I, I go to you, you're smoking a joint. Yeah. Right? And I say, Tanner, sell me a joint. Okay. You sell me a joint. I get pulled over. Cop says, where'd you buy that weed? I say, Tanner, guess who gets charged? I'm fucked. You're trafficking a controlled substance. That's Just so like stupid. Prohibition and liquor. See, everyone forgets that loophole. So now, instead of a ticket, you're automatically sentenced to 30 days in jail. Federal offense. Minimum. 30 days. Yeah, because it's federal. It's a federal charge now. It's not a provincial charge. Everybody has this thing where, oh, it's legal. No, it's legal, but there's a catch. There's some catches, and everybody's forgetting all the catches. Well, I'll warn everybody that does use marijuana for medical purposes. With the new laws as the way they're going to test it as like a DUI type of thing, you can yeah. test positive up to 24 hours after smoking a joint or, or ingesting marijuana. Yeah, you're toast. Like, they're going to just... fucked. Oh, buddy, it's going to be brutal. And see, everyone forgets that. So what Trump did now, Trump said, okay, they made a registry, and it's even... There's some shady deal with NAFTA. Something went on. Hey, there is some weird juggling behind the scenes because they, they made a registry now. The border crossing agents have a registry of right now of medical users of marijuana with the card. You are not allowed entry into the States. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Everyone's forgetting all the little sub rules. What else is they? Oh, what do you think of this Fury Wilder stuff? Oh, buddy. It's, I don't know. It's fun to watch. Yeah, but I think it's kind of, I think Fury knocks him out. I don't know if Fury will knock him out, but it's a, uh... It's the best fight in the heavyweight division that they can put on. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to happen. Is it was maybe kind of a, a well, Fury lost his license, come back. He wins the WBC title, and then he goes right after Joshua. That's uh, what will happen. And, and wins all those titles and retires the greatest of all time. Well, do you think that Joshua's handlers are keeping him away from Deontay Wilder? Something's up with, to me, I don't know, like, jo I think Joshua's chin is very suspect to me. Povet can hurt him. Yeah, it wobbled him. Klitschko dropped him. Yeah. His chin is very, you know. Now, I'll give him credit. He did get up after he got dropped and went on to win the fight. Well, yeah, but of course you do that. That's fighter instinct. But what I'm saying is something's not right in my eyes. You know what? To sell out Wembley Stadium, how much is that? 100,000 people? The fuck load. Yeah. So maybe they're building up for a super fight. Who knows? They're trying to keep all the money in England, obviously, because there's no taxes there. You fight in Vegas, you get taxed. Well, the real number one fight, if you took it to the UK, is Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua. Yeah. But Wilder's chirping and wants his peace, right? That's it's true. Like he wants a fifty-fifty split, which I think he deserves. Yeah, true. And then what do we got? Hey, locally, there's a a little boxer, an amateur boxer out of Cougar Club. I don't know his name, but man, you should see him. He's on fire. Yeah, he's tough. Yeah, I I just seen one of his fights. There's a young kid named Brody from Red Deer who's on fire too. He, yeah, he fought they're... on the weekend. It was. We put on a clinic. Yeah, there's some, and I seen, and then uh, Cody, uh, Jody's Jason, Jody Reese. Okay, I hold on. I want to discuss something on on this podcast. Okay, now that I got you. So there was a robbery in amateur boxing. Okay. okay. Due to a sponsorship. Okay? Huh? Oh yeah. So if I you watch the fight, okay. Yeah. The guy in the red. Totally won the fight. Okay. Okay. I'll get you some names here. Hold on. Totally won the fight. I mean, steamrolled them. Okay. It wasn't even like, close. It wasn't even close. Jody Jason Wheaton. Okay. okay. That That's his dad. That's, that's the kid's dad. Now, I watched the fight three times. Okay. And when you got, and he, that kid, Jody's kid fought. He got, Jody's kid starched this kid. He starched this kid right out of the gate. 
and they gave it to the other kid. Really? Yeah, and Jody Jody's a great accomplished professional boxer back in his day. Mm. Great. And you know, he got like his kid should have won that fight. And when you have officials, okay, coming up to you telling you your kid won that fight, what's bad? What's what's bad? That's not good. No, it isn't. We got to clean up our sport, man. Like we have to clean up the sport from the ground all the way up. <clears throat> you know, I don't pay a ton of attention to amateur boxing. Me either, but I do. I follow a couple guys. Like I won't lie, I follow a couple local kids. You yeah. know, I'm pretty pumped for them. You know, I I don't want to see them go pro at 24. I don't want to see them go pro at 25. You know. I want to see them go pro when they're 18 because what coaches need to realize is boxing is a, a calculated risk sport. Okay. Mm. Now I got into a big conversation with this, with a guy in out East in uh, North Carolina, uh, Michael jr. Michael jr. They're trying to bait Michael jr. To fight a 26 year old guy who's four and oh, okay. First of all, Michael jr. Is 18. Okay. Okay. You see seven and oh, so he's, they're building his career, right? They're going through the paces. And what happened is this other guy from, uh, Philly is trying to bait him to take this fight. Now you got to look at boxing as calculated risk as a coach. You don't want your boxer to be too old. Now I call it on a three year average. This was a three year average. So let's say you're 18, right? Sure. You get three fights a year as a pro. Okay. Okay. Now, to get to a world title, you need to be about somewhere about 27 and 0 to 34 and 0, somewhere in there to, to you really get noticed. Okay. Right? Now, you do the multiplication, you divide that by three. So let's say 33 fights, right? Okay. That fighter, if he turned pro at 18, three to four fights average, let's say four high side. Four times five is 20 fights. By the time he's 25, he's getting close to contention, right? Sure. But if you're 25, just turning pro, there's really no point to turning pro, right? You know, let's be honest. Because by the time you're 30, you're, let's say you got five, 15 fights. You're 15 and 0 at 30. Now your body is going to start breaking down. Okay, you're not going to be, you're going to be a, like a Golovkin, 40 fucking years old and wonder why no one wants to fucking fight you because you're boring as fuck. So what fighters need to realize, if you go pro, you need to go pro at 18. doesn't matter how many amateur fights you got. You learn in the trenches, man. Boxing, you never stop learning. So it doesn't matter. You know, too many guys are held back by their coaches just so their coaches can get some wood off on getting a trophy. You know what? If you're 26 years old and you're a fucking national champion, no one gives a fuck. You didn't make no money. Who gives a shit? So, Unless you go to the Olympics. Yeah, Canada hasn't medaled and even went to the Olympics, I think, since 1995 or six. Oh, Simon Keane was in the Olympics. Yeah, but did he win? No. Okay, so we haven't medaled in the Olympics. We haven't medaled in a while. Since 96. Think. Motherfucker, we, I, I don't even know if we won a medal. Oh, Willie DeWitt, Scotty Olsen. But I'm just saying, like, people got to realize, these fighters all got to realize, like, hey, I'm fucking got, like, look at this, look at this. Here's an example. You got amateur boxers with 50 fights, okay? Yeah. And they fight worse than when they had fucking... 10 fights. Okay. You know? Yeah. You, you At three round fights, you pick up nothing but bad fucking habits. Get your fucking 25 fights in and turn pro, man. Fuck it. Make some money while your brain's still there. Well, you know, you that's. fucking tell me on here. I'm trying to find out the last medalist for Canadian boxing, but it doesn't tell me. I don't think the records go back that far. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it was Michael Short. Uh, no. I, do, I, I don't think the coach was Doug Harder. Yeah, so that's safe. Now, you know, I got nothing against Dougie, okay? But, you know, sometimes you got to tell, tell him to shut the fuck up, right? Shut the fuck up. 
Just like they tell me, hey, shut the fuck up, Centaur. You're getting crazy. You know? But what I'm saying is these fighters, whoever's listening, has to realize if you're fucking 25 years old, don't turn pro. You got about 15 fights in you, and you ain't going to be a world champ. You know? Sure, everyone will say Lomachenko, but you got to remember, Lomachenko is 27 years old, okay? Okay. And he was beating up 18-year-olds in his weight division. That didn't even, like, in the last years of his competitive life. 1988. Oh, did you have to say that? That's how many years ago? Raymond Downey. Who the fuck's that guy? He won a, he won a bronze medal in the Seoul Olympics in 1988. All right. So it looks like we absolutely won nothing. Now, that was like 30 years ago. Lennox Lewis. Oh, yeah. When was he? Uh... 1984, Mark oh, yeah, okay. LeDuc, 1992. Okay, we're getting better, 92. Okay, go. Keep going. Uh, when the fuck did this guy win? I don't know. This guy won an Olympic medal. He went on to be a WBO heavyweight champ. Oh, he was defeated. Never mind. <laughs> uh, David... Def Flagbon receives his Olympic silver medal at Atlanta 1996. We're getting better. 1996 is the last time we won an Olympic medal that was a silver. Okay, so like 24 years ago. Guys, if you're over 16, I really want you to think about going. This is my advice to all the fighters out there. Think about going pro. Tell your coach to suck a lemon because he's just trying to win a trophy. They're trying to win some prize when they go to the bar at the end of the fight of whose fucking coaching is better when they all suck. Like, that's what it's like in Alberta. You know, certain guys are good. Other guys are just like, holy fuck. You know, why are why are you doing this to these kids? You know? So, I don't know. So, you know what? They, you know, it's funny. You talk to old boxing coaches, Tanner. Like, when you talk to Doug Carter, he's like, oh, I, I train champs. Back in 1984, I had a guy who went to the Worlds or whatever. Buddy, it's fucking 2018. Who the fuck have you had? In the? I want every boxing coach in Alberta to think about this. Who have they trained in the last three years? Okay, three to four years. We'll go five, okay? That's fucking went on a world stage. Other than Vlad Goldenstein. Yeah, other than Vlad. Vlad, you're not included. But who, in five years, have they trained from the beginning, the very beginning, to a world stage or a pro career? And you know who? what they're going to say? They're going to say none. None. Nada. Nada. Zero. Nada. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Zipperoni. Oh, you know what else is a big fight this weekend? What? Connor McGregor versus I knew you were gonna say it. I knew you were gonna say it. I do it. Who do you got? Connor. Ah, uh, yeah. I got him. I got him too. Round two. two. Oh, <laughs> Ender. The beginning. I got him near the end. Ah, uh, I don't know. Really, it's a it's a tough fight to call. I, actually, Robin runs out of gas. He fucking runs out of gas, bro. Robin Black did a really good breakdown on TSN today, comparing Khabib to Ronda Rousey, which was very interesting. Oh, no Be, way! Because they kind of go the same route. Like they get a hold of you, drag you to the to drag you to the ground, and finish it down there. But he has no stand up. And then he did a comparison between Conor McGregor and Holly Holm. Uh, I wouldn't take it that far. Can I tell you something? Sure. First of all, if anyone knows boxing, you know why Conor McGregor is able to hit him with this fucking left hand. Look at the feet. He's very good at distance control and, and movement. Oh, man. Everybody fights doesn't know how to fight a southpaw. Well, there's that too. but And it's so bad. I watched him KO two guys yesterday <laughs> right in the pocket, and their feet were on the And I'm like, oh, why fucking God? Well, their feet are on the inside. Yeah, and what's gonna hit them every time? But I'm Celtic cross burger. Yo, man, he weighs like 185 <laughs> pounds. McGregor's big. 
He's a monster. Yeah. I, you know, I think this is all set up. I think he's been training for Khabib for a long time. You think? Yeah, because he's going to annihilate him. You, th- you think? That's why Khabib looks like an idiot. Uh, well, I want your chicken. I want your chicken. I like, watched. I read a thing the other day. Remember the press conference where Connor was calling out everybody in Khabib's camp? Yeah. They're all fucking gangsters. No, here's the catch. They're part, they're labeled. Now, don't quote me. I don't want to put out fake news. Their guy, the, the there's some scary shit involved there. Yeah. Like, they're radical, radical Muslims. What? Yeah. Honest. When you look at them, Dagestan is full of radicals. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't gone that far into it. I know but he's. It's, it's there's some weird shit there. Some scary shit when you look at it. Like, go to Dagestan and go to uh, the guy that killed himself. What's his name? Remember he traveled around the world. No. Yeah. Fuck. He was on CNN. I don't know. Come on. I have no idea who the fuck you're talking about. He was on CNN, traveled around the world, bro. Come on. Do you have like a massive zit on your nose? No. What is my camera? Where? Right here. That's my. Oh, here? There's a big red spot right here. I got a little pokey yesterday. I put on my toque and it had staples in it. The fuck did you do that for? It wasn't me. Who did that? Sadistic children of the corn. The psycho little ones? Yeah, they're trying to sabotage each other, but they didn't realize this is my toque. So they. <laughs> the twins. Yeah, and it fucking hurt, man. Trust me. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> and then there's like five staples, you know, but they bend the staples and poke it into the toque. So when you put it on, yeah, they're, they're crazy. Little psychos. Those kids are fucked up. Almost as bad as Rafi. He's fucked up. That guy's mean. Rafi's worrisome. He might need psychiatric help. No, he's he's. But you know when he gets in that mode, like it's funny because everybody sees him. He's nice. He's gentle. But as soon as he go in the ring, it's like, whoa, where'd that guy come from? He's fucking weird. Nah, he's a good kid though. Good kid holds a job. He's a lifeguard. Oh, like, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, that's what we were calling him before. The the Hoff. The Hoff. He's gonna so start you- a singing career and become famous in Germany. You watch. You know the Baywatch music? Yeah. I told him he has to walk out to that. I would die laughing if that happened. Some people can't survive. That song plays in my head. Jeez. But yeah, other than that, that's all the news. That's, and you know what really irked me was that article today of all the bullshit. And then, you know, all the fights are coming up. It's, I'm pretty excited for all the fights. Yeah. Fights will be fun. Fights will be fun. It'll be a fun weekend. Um. You know, I don't know what else to say. What else is going on? December 14th. Hey, we're going to be, I'm trying to, I got some stuff on the go. I'm going to make an announcement on Thursday. I'm going on the radio. Uh-oh. What station? Hot 107 and maybe K97. <clears throat> what announcement are you making? Can't tell you yet. It's top secret. Okay. But it's a good one. It's, uh, you know, it involves the whole city, so I'm pretty pumped. Okay. You know and uh, the boys are fighting December 14th. Yeah. You know, they're, hopefully we get some Mexicans. They're <laughs> just warriors. No, but, like, they're tough. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's, let's be honest. They don't, the Mexicans, people that Mel gets, they come to fight. Like, the littler guys. I don't know about the bigger guys, but I know about the little guys yeah. that I've seen. They're all, they're all gamers. You know, wow. sure, the big guys look like cab drivers. But, like, the little guys are violent. Well, there's no, like, real Mexican heavyweights, I don't think. No, I think, that, you know, I've, if you go to, like, some other places, there's some heavyweights, but they cost so much. Let's be honest. You know, if if boxing was not about money, how many people would do it? None. That's right. So, a lot of overrated guys, like, you know, a lot of, a lot of puffed up guys, a lot of guys singing their Canelo thing in their hands of stone like a lot of guys Jesus. and they've never been in wars like you know you're four and old calling yourself fucking durant like take it easy bud are you done for the day yeah i'm 
pretty stroked right now. You're, yeah. You called me all angry. We tried. I to- called angry because I tried. To, I'm trying to sort it out. Like I'm trying. You know, it's not every day you read an idiot. You know, you read what idiot says, and then he attacks everybody. But he doesn't get. Obviously, they don't understand the fight game. You know what? Yeah, I'd be fucking embarrassed. Your fighter got outworked and he got all punched. That's boxing. You know, that's boxing. Fucking deal with it, guys. Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I want to say this. If you're taking what we say on this podcast to heart, you are in the wrong fucking business. Okay? That means I got... Tanner, do you know how the fuck you guys make fun of me all the time? You think you give a fuck? Yeah, you call me. Oh, I tell you, though, right? <laughs> I tell you. I tell you. Yeah, it hurts my feelings. Okay? You, you went a little far. How fucking hard is it? They know this is a fucking entertainment broadcast about sports to say, hey, Tanner, you fucking you and Lino kind of really grinded me. Fine, no problem. I got nothing personal against those guys. Like, like, fuck, man. If we weren't saying your name, no one's saying your fucking name. Get that through your heads. At least you're getting some advertising. Look at your Instagram accounts. If you don't have over fucking... 2,000 hits now, you're a fucking shit can. So just remember that. Jesus. We're getting some advertising, bro. Like, we're doing the advertising for you. We send you the fucking bill. Don't get mad. Don't yell at us in a lobby. We'll send you a bill, bro. Again, disclaimer. Disclaimer. Fuck your disclaimer. It's, come on, it's advertising, bro. How many fighters have phoned you and said, Tanner, thanks for talking up that fight? Um, honestly, honestly, how many have phoned other than their usuals and said, "Hey, Tanner, thanks for talking up that fight." None other than that's my, right. Other than Braidwood, usually, or the or the boys or Ford. Like, like you know what I'm saying? And they don't understand why the hype is there. Why the hype's around Braidwood? Why the hype's around Ford? Why the hype's around the boys? You know why? Because we're fucking mentioned nonstop. I can't take any credit for Ryan Ford. He does a great job himself. Oh yeah, he's he's a champ. No offense. Shout out to Ryan Ford. He's over in Russia right now, too, getting ready to compete October 9th. That will be a live feed. I will share it. Did he fucking fly there? Yeah, he flew out uh, yesterday. What a fucking crazy motherfucker. You tell him. He doesn't give a fuck. You tell him Santoro thinks you're fucking crazy. He doesn't give a fuck. I heard that fight at Sonny's show was pretty good. Which one? I have no idea. I don't even know those guys, but I heard Teddy Teddy Ash's fight was good. Yeah, I heard it was a smasher. Yeah. He's uh he's punched his ticket, in my opinion, to the big show now. Well, when's he going? If they don't pick him up, they're stupid. Does he have a criminal record? I don't think so. It's Teddy Ash, man. Where's the Manny Montreal? Why isn't he chewing in on this conversation? We can add three people, can't we, to this? Well, Manny and I have got some news to announce in the next coming weeks, and it's going to be exciting for Canadian boxing. Is it me? Uh, no, it's got nothing to do with you. I missed the, <laughs> missed the term there. You missed the boat. Um, the boat. Let's get the fuck oh. out of here, Berg. Let's get I'm off the here, air. Bro. I'm a class. I got to teach a class. I would just like to say this to everybody. I want to thank... Empire Pro Tape, Barkle Doors. I want to thank Tanner Wilshaw, Final Shot Podcast, for having me on. I want to thank all the fucking amateur boxers. Keep up the good work. And remember, don't listen to your coach when it comes to turning pro. I want to thank all the pro boxers in Edmonton for, like, just being cool when they see us. And they know not to take the show to heart and get upset, you know. You know, that's like everyone knows it's just a show. And I want to thank... um, my mom, my dad, my kids, my wife. I want to thank uh, Mel Labuvik from KO Boxing, helping us out, keeping us fighting. And I want to thank the haters. Michael Short, you're a fucking little bitch. You should be fucking phoning me if you got a fucking problem, you little scab fuck. And I want to thank <laughs> Doug Harder. Doug Harder, you're doing nothing for boxing right now. Other than You should go back to training 16-year-old kids in a Tybo class. Because the girl there knows more than you. And I want to thank Albert Onisi. Good fight. You did a good fight. If you ever need some some tune-ups, you just come up here. I'll start coaching you for free. I won't even take money from your purse. I want to thank uh, Devin Reddy. You think you're number one in Alberta when the real king is Steve Dragon Claggett. I want to thank all the other guys uh, that think they're number one. 
Uh, don't listen to Michael Shorty. He, he uses old boys' nicknames. So next thing you know, someone's going to be called Sweet Pea and someone's going to be called uh, fucking some other name from some ancient boxer that's retired. He'll probably start calling somebody Rocky Marciano for all we know. Um, I want to thank all the boxers that don't box for him. You guys are doing a good job. Stay the fuck away from that guy. He's a fucking leech. I want to thank for Dakota for next June. You guys are going to be broke. Okay, I want to thank the, the native band that runs a casino there for not letting Michael Short take their money no more because the guy's a snake, and that's my opinion. Uh, I want to thank Jelena Majernovic, who's not retired, and who's the queen of female boxing, um, and she'll always be the queen. And I want to thank, uh, yeah, City of Edmonton, and I want to thank Tanner Wilshaw. I want to thank My Good Looks, The Berg. Jesus. I want to thank Double Cheese, Mr. Donaire. I just want to say thank you to everybody and all the haters. Keep listening. And all the amateur coaches that listen to me and then complain, oh, my God, did you hear what he said? You know what? Parents are the king of amateur boxing. Coaches are shit. Uh, <laughs> thank Leo Marsh. Leo Marsh Boxing Hall of Fame. He's a great coach. Uh, I want to thank Matt Marshall for not being a good boxing coach. I want to thank um, um, Dana... Paulson, I want to thank Lincoln Suchet. I want to thank Rick Jamerson because he doesn't like me and he doesn't talk about me, but he's a cool cat. I want to thank Brian the Real Deal Ford for going over to Russia and beating people up over there. Because <laughs> 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 he's the only real fucking guy we got. Uh, I want to thank uh, Simon Keen for knocking out uh, the gay guy, or not the gay guy. Is he gay, that guy? Who? Oh, that's what you said. I thought he was gay. No, he's not gay. Dylan Carmen's not gay. He's got a girlfriend. But who? I thought it was on the Big Brother show. Oh, he touched a dick. Or somebody touched his dick. It's not a big deal. I have no problem with the LGB community. I fully support all those guys and whatever they do. If you guys want to box, give Doug Carter a call in Calgary. Um, I just want to say I want to thank Women's Rights. Donald Trump. Okay, shut the fuck up. Just going off, motherfucker. You can edit that shit out. Cam out. All right, guys. Song of the week this week <laughs> is by Metallica. For whom the bell tolls, and that's the final shot. Bang. You're out.